Well, it's great to uh, get a call from Carolyn Jasinski, and a call I didn't necessarily expect because last I knew, she was on a ship, and having <laughs> left Sydney the other day, she turned up in Melbourne today. She sent me a photo of the uh, the skyline of Melbourne taken on the Queen Mary. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I was actually on deck eight on the Queen Mary two. Right. So is that where your cabin is, or is that a promenade desk deck? That's a promenade deck. It's beautiful. Okay. So it's not a bad view of the city from there, is it? You're in pretty close. Oh, look, it's beautiful. And it's a really lovely warm welcome this morning. The sunrise was gorgeous. And then when we actually got out on deck, um, it was just rising above the skyline. And and Melbourne looks so impressive especially for the, from the water. I mean, it's a beautiful city anyway, yeah. but um, it looks beautiful from this angle. Uh, tell us about Cunard. I, I know you're working for Cunard and you're going to, going to give a lecture on board this, this boat and we've talked about what you do there before, but um, how are you finding the ship? The ship's beautiful. She's, she's bigger. So the last one I was on was Queen Elizabeth and I really like that one. It's, more, it's a cruiser. This one's actually a liner a cruise liner. So there's apparently a difference. Oh. This one is bigger and much heavier, and this one is uh, designed so that she can do the transatlantic crossings in real style. Apparently, um, she handles them much better. Oh, okay. um, I, haven't, I haven't done one of those crossings, so I can't, you know. Yeah, I the can't. Atlantic's notorious, but I would have yeah. thought some of Melbourne's, uh, some of Australia's waters, like the Southern Ocean, might yes. also be a bit like a washing machine. Well, I've done Sydney to Dubai and going under Australia before, yeah. and I got really sick. It was very rough going across the Great Australian Bight, and we're heading there again. So oh, I'll be able. Are they stabilised though? They're, it's a modern vessel in many ways, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, and I'm sure they get the stabilisers out whenever they yeah. need them. Um, but yeah, you still don't. You, you can't stop that washboard kind of experience. Yeah. And if you're prone to seasickness, like yours truly. Uh, <laughs> you are really taking one for the team, then. Oh, look, I do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look, I it's, just... it's it's a lovely opportunity for you, and I know you've got you've got Rick with you, so at least you've got someone else to talk to in the cabin, but the porthole. Absolutely, Rick. Rick's my husband. He's on board with me, which he doesn't get to travel very often with me. But when I'm doing these crew speaking gigs, he can come along, and um, he just laughs because I talk to everybody. So a short, you oh. know, ten minute walk somewhere will take me. 40 minutes because I stop yeah. and talk to everyone. I've told <laughs> everyone has a story. you are at talking to things, whether they move or not, <laughs> whether, they're, whether they've got breath. <laughs> and you're no, right, I'm great. talking talking on board. I've already done one. We, I talked about uh, travel writing. Oh. So the, the talk is so uh, you want to be a travel writer because everyone thinks it's the best job in the world and, of course, they're right. So I just get up on stage and say, you know, yes, it's exactly what you think, and that's it. Let's go. Yeah, well, <laughs> no. that, that's good. If it was that easy, we'd all be doing it. Um, <laughs> now, tell me, is the you've been on other cruise uh, lines apart from Canard? No, you did an earlier one with Canard. Is it a, a level of service above the others because it's the old stiff up a British lip, etc.? Or, or how do you find it? Oh, it's completely different. I don't, I don't think you can compare them. Right. Even people who have cruised a lot more than me find it really hard to compare. Right. Um, some of the more modern, larger ships are more hotels at sea. Yeah. Um, this one is 
is more about the journey and it's very much about the service. They pride themselves on that whole I believe, yeah, yeah. package. And from my tiny experience, this is only my second one on Cunard, and I have to admit I was a little bit wary about it being quite posh, but it's not at all. It's there's, there's kind of high standards in terms of, you know, you've got to get dressed for dinner, but that's just a normal kind of thing. And if you don't feel like getting dressed up, there's alternatives. So you have the opportunity to get dressed up. And by that, I mean just, you know, nice nice dress or a pants and a shirt. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to wear but a tie? Oh, no. No, no, no. And is, there a, black, have, is there a black tie the, dinner? Yes. There's, there's a couple of gala nights. Last night we had a black and white. Right. So all the sparkles come out and the, you know, the oh, full tucks. You'd love that. I'm not oh, sure it was about gorgeous. Rick and the sparkles. <laughs> well, I thought I was dressed up and I got out and was very underwhelmed with my effort because everyone was out with, you know, really sparkly dresses and, ah, oh, they looked amazing. Okay. So, so have to where have most in. of the passengers on board, where have they come from? You picked it up in Sydney. Where was it prior to that? Well, well there was 1,100 of us got on in Sydney yeah. And apparently there's a lot just doing Sydney to Fremantle like I'm doing. It's a very that's a very Australian favourite league. But the other thousand plus on board are either from England and they've come from Southampton and they're going back to Southampton. So they've done the whole half, half a year that, trip or something. Yeah, it's it's something like hundred and twenty days. Right. And and there are others that I've met that got on in New York. And are going back to New York, so that's even further. And the food is obviously pretty good. Oh, the food's outstanding. Right. Well, again, there's only been two days, and the first day we didn't feel like getting dressed up for dinner, so we just ate at the the buffet. Yeah, and that was really good. And I'm determined, though. I reckon there's probably 18 places where I can eat on board, and wow. I think I'm going to test them all out. You can you can have breakfast in the buffet, or you cabin room service is complimentary that's beautiful but there's all these other little pockets that i'm just discovering okay. <laughs> where you can go and have a drink and take food and or order food in and yeah it's it's quite amazing there's a planetarium on this one so right. there, there's a show that talks all about the stars there's the illuminations room where we give our uh, talks it's about 400 and then there's the royal court theater where they do all their entertainment their you know big big shows yeah. numbers of restaurants. There's a Princess Grill and the Queen's Grill and the King's Court and the Queen's Room. There's G32. There's so much. There's not there's a dirty eight. Harry laundry there, is there? There's a laundrette there, yes. Well, you'd have there's, to name it after Harry, wouldn't you? There's even... <laughs> He's hung all the laundry out to dry. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Oh, there's well, even sounds, a night. Sounds... There's a nightclub. I'm going to check that one out because I'm not sure, given the demographic, on board that the nightclub will be that busy. Right. But I'll check it out let you know later. And uh, is there any sort of COVID awareness or is that all gone? COVID awareness? Look, I, the last one I was in was November and we had to wear masks inside. This trip, we don't have to. Right. So it's so, all over Red Rover. Well, they're still very aware. There's lots of hand sanitizer around. Much, much more relaxed though. Yeah. There's, there's no no mask inside unless you choose to, and they're very good at saying if you feel like you need to wear a mask, please do so. Yeah. Um, but there's no no frowns or things if you're not wearing a mask. Right. Okay. Well, you know, there's well, there's quite sounds, a, quite a change in the in the passengers on board. They're not quite so worried about it. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds but good. But there was still protocol to get on board. You had to have a rat test done within 24 hours of getting on board. And okay. this time they've changed it just to a picture of the rat test. You have to have the rat test with you and with some photo identification and you have to have your timestamp on your camera. So oh, they okay. know that it's, that it's well, your I'm, test. I'm sure there's technical <laughs> and, ways to get around that, but uh, at least oh, it's something. Oh, absolutely. But if, but if you're going to bother getting around it, then yeah. you get around anything, I yeah. think. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm really pleased uh, you're enjoying uh, the trip and uh, finding lots of little nooks and crannies you didn't know existed. You've even found oh, one to talk to me from where you're out of the wind, so that's good. I hope you, hope you enjoy the rest of your trip and come back safe. Thank you. Yep, I'll fill you in later. I'm actually dropping into Adelaide and Kangaroo Island, and, and oh, you know that's, that's where I live. A, a bit of a postman's holiday for you then. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do a couple of tours, I hope, and I'm just going to check out how they promote my own hometown. Okay. I'll let you know how that goes. That was Carolyn Jasinski with a quick on-the-spot report from her trip aboard Queen Mary 2. Lovely to get her on the line.